Welcome everybody to Campaigns and Concoctions where I don't have anything pithy to say because I didn't take the time to come up with anything that rhymed or was a whatever those things are. So, hey, there we go. <laughs> Welcome everybody and thank you for joining us on this adventure of cooperative storytelling. As always, if you want to join us with what we're doing, you can click below in the, sh in the show notes. Again, pointing continues. Um, there you will find a link to all of our stuff with is the Instagram, the Discord, all that stuff you can find there. Um, and then, hey, we're actually coming from multiple locations because everyone sent Nate some healing energies as he's not feeling too hot. Um, but he has joined us separately from his location, which I don't even remember what I had written out for everybody. But everyone else is at HQ except for me where I am just sitting in cold Grand Junction. <laughs> <laughs> It's cold here too. Don't worry. Warm here. <laughs> it is. It is definitely not warm here. So, um, if do we got anything? Anyone pitching anything today? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Well, oh, actually, actually, I, uh, yes. Uh, if you're in the uh, Denver area, go to Talnua. Uh, it's a whiskey distillery, um, oh. southwest end of Arvada, just outside of Denver. Um, it is, it feels like the middle of nowhere. It's a warehouse area, but really good whiskey, really great cocktails in their little, uh, you know, distillery bar. Um, and they currently have eggnog that is fucking delightful. It's whiskey eggnog and it's amazing. Um, they also have, uh, a Highland single malt whiskey, Colorado Highland single malt whiskey. Um, and, uh, uh, coffee liqueur, a whiskey-based coffee liqueur. Is that what's over there? Yep. Big fan of their whiskey-based coffee liqueur. They also have some gins. I didn't get a chance to try those. Um, I was I was definitely on a whiskey binge when I was there a uh, week and a half ago. Um, but great guys, super great service, great bartenders, great drinks, great booze. And give give us that that name again, John. Talnua, T-A-L-N-U-A. Um, prim yeah, primarily whiskey, but they do also do gin. Um, and I think they may have a vodka, but I'm not sure. I know they have gin. I will try and find some information, see if I can put a link in the show notes. That yeah, we can do it. I follow them on Instagram, um, and I think they might actually follow me back as well. So, and the good thing is, since over 90% of our listeners are in Colorado, which is mm -hmm. wonderful, um, go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. It's good That's shit. Pretty Pretty awesome. And also kind of in that same vein of, of followers. Um, hey, we had a thousand downloads last week. Hey. Oh. Holy cheers. That's cheers worthy. That's so cheers awesome. to y'all out there listening. We really appreciate y'all. Drink, motherfucker, drink. We are nowhere near as popular as some of the other actual plays out there or as a lot of other things. But we do appreciate that you take the time out of your day to listen to us. Yeah, um, it's pretty we're just a bunch of dumbasses who decided to record a podcast. And I think that we've gotten better as we've done this. And really the fact that so many of you continue to listen to us and greatly increased over the last couple of months, like 50 listens a week right now. Right. Yeah. Wow. So thank you guys out there in the in internet land for uh, deciding to take a break from your porn and listen to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They were kind of like porn. 
They uh, might be they might be look, listening to us and watching porn. We, we don't know. If you, if we, you have are. Very, we have some very <laughs> sultry voices on this podcast. All right. It's true. Don't, don't tell what somebody's somebody's yeah, porn yeah, might be somebody else's actual play. I will tell you that what this like the, about the only thing about myself that I do not hate is what you're hearing right now. So enjoy this in your ear holes, my friend. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely got a face for radio. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 So, so in, in sincerity, y'all, I, I do have to say thank you. Um, I know it makes all the work that that I know I put in and a lot of these other guys put in um, for for this. It, it really does mean something to me. So I, I do have to say thank you when I see those analytics every every week when I look it up. I, I do appreciate it. So thank you so very much. All right. So with that being said, um, we do have a scheduling note. This is going to be the last episode that you're going to hear in 2023. Um, we are currently recording this the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. You know, it's holiday time, the most hated time of the year for for one Morgan, the DM. Uh, we've got some moving. We've got family stuff, all of this. So we're going to take a, a month break. Um, I know we said thank you, but this will give all of you up there. If you're hearing this and you've been catching up and you're like, wait a minute, it's 2025. Well, now you know when we recorded this. So um, just be forewarned, um, our next episode is when you're hearing this will be after December 3rd. Um, You're going to be hearing us about January 14th-ish. So thank you so much. I hope you and yours have a happy holiday season, whatever it is that you celebrate. Or if you don't, go and have Chinese food. Um, we could also we could also record the hangout. Whoever ends up going into the hangout, just post like. We'll see about that. The last yeah. time it was a. Depending on the hangout, <laughs> sometimes it may not be appropriate for certain ages. Um, but we'll we'll go from there. We'll figure that out, and if things change, we'll let y'all know. We'll put it out on the on the Instagram on the stories or something like that in the Discord. So we'll get. We'll, but as of as of the D and D related content this will be it for the year and with all of that tell us what we're drinking who wants to go first nate you got anything no (laughs) nate's got theraflu drinking (laughs) nyquil and theraflu drinking some scissor i wouldn't mind that right so uh so curtis curtis told me the theme of the night was going to be manhattan riffs before john completely ignored that and ruined everything um, preemptively, we're all, we're by the way, preemptively. I, ignore I, I already made this drink. Yeah, but uh, I had already juiced all the citrus. <laughs> Fair. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I uh, also put it in the group chat that I had yeah, all of the citrus. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I, 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 I didn't read. Yeah, I didn't read. Tell us about your Manhattan. I saw. I saw like a, yeah. a fucking cunts. I, I don't know. I saw like 150 paragraph text from John yesterday, and I'm like, I'm not reading that. Um. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, I, I made I made Manhattan. Yes. <laughs> We're all shocked. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> We're the worst of friends. We really are the worst of friends. Um, so this is, uh, it's the Lock & Co. Uh, or, yeah, Lock & Co. Aspen, Aspen Rye uh, is the whiskey. And then, uh, so it's two parts that, one part Montenegro, and then one part of the... Uh, uh, miss. Puna Mence. yes. Excellent. It's Excellent. a very nice little... I like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's like actually a Manhattan. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It's like it's actually delicious. It's basic. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a wine based Amaro adjacent aperture. Yeah. 
quite tasty. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty happy about that one. Uh, I made a drink. I don't have a name. It's got uh, two ounces of the same Aspen Co. Uh, <laughs> rye. It's got a half ounce of apricot liqueur and a half ounce of cardamaro, um, wine-based uh, amaro. And it's grapefruit twist on top. And it's real gentle. Nice. I'm, I'm it. It's quite delightful. Mm -hmm. What's that? Uh, I made that one as oh, well. What is that? Uh, I, it is two ounces of the Aspen Co. Rye plus quarters of the and it's uh, half ounce of the gargoyle amaro, half ounce of aperol, and a half ounce of key lime juice. Yes. Uh, with oh. a lemon expressed on top, and it's it's nice and bright. It, it actually turned really out good. very well. Like uh, as John was showing me earlier, key lime is very different from lime. Yeah, it is very yeah. different from lime. Like it yeah. is lime. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's not, definitely it's, lime, but, but it's, it's also something else. It's way more acidic in a lot of ways, but it's yeah. also sweeter at the same time, which I don't understand how that's happening because you'd expect one or the other. But um, it's it's really fun. I'm gonna do it again. Um, when I open my own bar, I think I'm going to try to get key limes almost exclusively and use that instead of regular lime juice. Um, it's probably going to put me out of business, but whatever. Um, I also made I also made a drink. It's a bar. You were already going. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be so expensive. Yeah, I mean you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I made a drink. I'm calling it the Cosmonaut. It is a cosmopolitan riff. Ah, I just came up with the name right now, Cosmonaut. I'm times. sure nobody's ever called a drink a Cosmonaut. I'd be willing to bet they have not. It is America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe someone has. <laughs> Only drink in America. It's true. I mean, it's true. John knows this. John's been to several countries and not drank, right, John? That's right. I don't drink anywhere except for America. Um, so uh, this drink is one and a half ounces uh, Monopolova vodka. Uh, I do really like potato vodkas when I'm going to drink vodka. Um, three quarters of an ounce of a cranberry sauce cordial that I made out of actual cranberries, cloves, cinnamon, black cardamom, and uh, nutmeg. Um, and then I added a little bit of orange juice to that as well and turbinado sugar. Um, and then there's a half ounce of um, Cointreau. Uh, half ounce of key lime juice and a quarter ounce of rich turbinado syrup um shaken up uh strained into a coupe and then my girlfriend hannah made some candied cranberries to use as a garnish and they might be the best part of the drink frankly they're super tasty I gotta look up and see if anybody made a cosmonaut cocktail. I already did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what is it? That's what you're showing me. It's uh, gin, lemon juice, and raspberry jam. Boring. I agree. I don't want that. Cool. I like this drink. Yeah. Thank I'm just you all for for your drinks. Um, I know we were getting we're getting close to derailing already, so I gotta keep us on the fucking rails here. So I want to get rid. <laughs> And even Jared's getting us off. God damn it. Morgan, earlier you said um, uh, come in, in a certain hole or something like that. And I didn't say anything. But so, you're saying it now. Just, I'm bringing back earlier that I didn't make a joke. 
out loud to you. I, I kept it on the download. So, so we, I think we got a chance. I think we got a chance Curtis, today, buddy. Curtis would like brownie points for not being the problem child and leaving it to myself. <laughs> John and Jared so far. Yes. So, so so Curtis wants brownie points for not being the problem child by being the problem child bringing up the past. Okay, got it. <laughs> Excellent. So, oh my God. I came up with a new name for the cocktail just because it's already a, a cosmonaut cocktail. This is going to be the Kvostov. I like that. No one's got that. Nope, I looked it up. Okay. There is already a Gagarin, which is why I had to go with Kvostov. Okay, so let's get this shit show back on the road. <laughs> so, the last time that we gathered together, the party, um, I don't remember exactly how it started because my brain is a little fried after fucking Thanksgiving, but um, basically to sum it up in the quickest way possible, there was the jumps, the interacting with First Sergeant Meji, who is the, the training sergeant, um, in charge of training new recruits who led you to the commander's office, which is Brigadier Sophia uh, O'Mara, um, where you had a conversation about where there's really not much, much of, much of this has been off place, just placed off limits. They haven't really explored it and that they were going to give you, or so she, O'Mara, was going to give you a guide. A young officer came in and I'm going to put it out there right now. Um, I'm not going back to the episode to, to listen to see what it was. So if the race and gender of this person changes, too bad. Um, canon. It's canon now. Now that I have notes. Maybe they're a doppelganger and none of us notice. That boy's <laughs> what we call a retcon. That's right. <laughs> so, um, and we left off with the officer getting ready to lead the six of you off. So, um, right before she leads you off, um, it's you, you all kind of look at her and you see it is a young female goblin, um, a young, um, person who introduces herself as Lieutenant Ramla Al Jamal. She, uh, she says that she is, a, uh, and she just kind of starts leading, walking you away, kind of down the stairs, back out into the main complex where she makes mention of how this is really her first thing. She's only been here at the Legion for, she just finished her, her time in training, about two months ago, she's really just kind of been hanging out here in the headquarters. She's very talkative, very open, and and you can feel... Actually, can I get everyone to make a quick insight check for me real quick? For sure. All right. Everybody ready? Yes. Oh Natural one. Yay! <laughs> get it out of the way quick. He does this on purpose. I do. He has weighted dice. I have I have two different Malort shirts and I have a Malort mat. And you have a Malort bourbon. I also have a Malort bourbon. Have we ever I have drank a bottle of Malort? And Curtis got us a Malort spritzer so we can spray Malort in our mouths, which is possibly even worse than drinking it. It's, it's somehow worse. Yeah. Okay. So we got a natural one. So, um, oh, and a five. Ouch. I got a six. <laughs> 13. 13, okay. He's got 12. Okay. Sark got 22. Yep. Okay, Sark. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that um, she is exceedingly earnest in, in she. you feel that she's trying to, to impress and that she is exceedingly nervous as well. That 
you you catch as she's making furtive glances around to kind of catch an eye on on all six of you see what you guys are carrying you know and the way that you and you kind of see how you almost watch as her small body kind of changes and morphs and she seems to be trying to adjust to be walking in the same style as the six of you or some or a couple of you and she kind of looks around and it changes very frequently but eventually she leads you to a um, a small shed on the north end of the um, of the compound, and she kind of stops. And there's um, a set of guards there. Um, one is a um, one is human appearing with kind of um, blackish skin, normal human ears, but they have markings on their face that are gold. And then also next to it is a. Um, a um why am i drawing a blank on the word gnome i couldn't get gnome out of my head um so those are the and they're two they're guarding this small shed um the lieutenant um lieutenant aljam jamal um speaks to him real quick and they open the door she kind of stops and turns to you and says this is where we are going to head down to the um the ruins um, is there anything before we do this? Is there anything that any of you guys need to do or need to go get, go back to your ship or anything like that? Or are you all ready to go? I think we're ready. Yeah, I was ready to go. <laughs> typically, <laughs> I'm pretty ready. Typically, when you jump off a ship like that, you're you're ready, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I've never jumped off a ship before, so I wasn't sure if it was just like a display of like your prowess or or what. Might have also been. Did you, did you find it impressive? <laughs> I found it foolhardy. Then yes, it was a display of our prowess. <laughs> okay, then. Um, and she does not know what to do with that. Um, so she leads you down a fairly um, steep set of spiral stairs. And if I could get everyone to roll something... Um, a survival check. I need everyone to roll a survival check to see if they can sense what direction you guys come out at. Dirty 20. Perfect. Nine. 15 for Patrice. Sid got 12. Okay. I got 13. Okay. 15 for Sark as well. So there was, so it was Sid and, no, no. Patrice had the 15. Correct. Okay, so Patrice, uh, Sark, and um, SOA. I am having a hard time tonight, apparently speaking. <laughs> um, as the, the six of you exit, you, you're you able to kind of keep track of what's going around as, as you're making the, the, the rotations. And you know that when you're coming out, you're actually coming to the east. And that the wall to your left is to the north. As you exit, you come across, there's a drastic change as soon as you exit the staircase. You notice that this staircase has to have been built within the span of the of Tinkermere and the Syndicate and that kind of like millennium and a half time frame. Because once you step into this hallway, it is in the same vein as the ruins you have visited throughout the world so far. But this one is more in common. Which one was the last ones you guys visited? Oh, the ones in on um, 
on the plateau, the one that has kind of the um, the brutalist concrete-type infrastructure, right? So the floors and the walls themselves appear to be like kind of poured concrete. And then the ceiling, as you look up, is kind of almost like white tile, not like drop ceiling, but actual like looks like actual tile itself, real tile with slits for as you enter, you watch as light just boom, 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 but it's not flame and it doesn't appear to be magic. It just is light coming down. It's that harsh fluorescent light that is reminiscent of modern day hospitals or laboratories. As you look down, you see that there is it's probably about 300 feet in length, this hallway that you step into. About 120 feet down to the right, you see one hallway, and at the end of the other, at the end of the hallway, that appears to turn right as well. So, what are you guys gonna do? There's nothing in this room except for the lighting of interest. Mm -mm, yeah, it's pretty empty. It's just um, there. There's just kind of some general detritus on the floor. Um, it looks more like. And as you look, actually, we get you a perception check there, L. Sure, it can't be investigation. Yep, because <laughs> unless you're actually going up and touching stuff, it's perception. Doesn't matter. Now twenty. Okay, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. L's real good. Actually, kind of. John, pour me something quick. Ah, why is there wax on here, Balmer Peak? <laughs> And what's your total there, Al? 21. Okay. Just in case it was something ridiculous. Um, I asked if it could be investigation. Then it's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Um, no, so what you see is, as you kind of are looking up and you see the lights, it just you being you, you're interested in what in the way that the light looks and the way that it's functioning. And it's it doesn't seem like the amount of light that is shining should actually come out of that tiny of a slit in the, in the, in the ceiling. But you also notice that um, within the tile seems to have chipped and cracked and, and everything. And then the walls itself is also chipped and cracked. And as you're looking on the floor, that's what you're seeing. The detritus that's lying across the, the floor is really just the remnants of cracking and of the walls and the ceiling. Um, there seems, there does seem to be the occasional me metallic component of something uh, maybe something of wood, but nothing that is complete enough for you to even get an idea to even think about what to investigate with it, what it could be. I really need to figure out how to get this light to my lab. Awesome. I that kills everybody who's not Sark? Not the lightning, these lights. Oh, okay. I mean, having the lightning would be cool too, but... It didn't seem particularly nice to Sark either. Yeah. He didn't seem to enjoy it, that's for sure. I don't like these places. Yeah. Neither does Carl. Nope. <laughs> he is screaming opposed. Carl, for those of you at home, is our uh, potato-shaped guest who we all adore. Yes. He's, he's the uh, table mascot. Yes. Very much so. 
He also functions as the doorbell for the apartment. Yes. <laughs> I believe mom's here. And for the apartment above us, the apartment next to us, the apartment below us. Yes. So as the uh, the six of you, and you know, after L kind of, I'm not sure how, after that conversation, what is it that you guys are doing? We're going to head down the hallway. Okay. Uh, what kind of pace and what's your marching order? L in the middle. Got, uh, is, it, is it usual marching order? I don't remember what that is. Sid and SOA were up front. And then, uh, Tip, oh no, Sark and SOA Sark are up front. And Sid's yeah. in the back. Uh, I'm okay. in the middle with L. And, uh, yeah. Uh, our, um, um, Skjald is somewhere in the middle as well. So yeah, let's I'll go. I'll actually be up towards the front. SOA yeah. and Sark, uh, left and right sides. And then, and then, uh, Skjald right behind them. Then L, then me, then, then, um, it is our rear guard. I'll be rear guard. I mean, unless somebody's stopping hell, he's not waiting for other people to get in front of him. It doesn't take much for them to get in front of you. No. He's not particularly hurrying to get through there. He's paying attention to everything that's he's walking past. So it's not that hard, but he's definitely taken off without anybody or saying anything. Oh, I feel like Sark's probably not going to let him get too far ahead of us. I mean, Sark can take two steps and be in front of L. It's fine. So um, L, in addition, with with that 20, um, that natural 20, you're going to also notice that despite the kind of the dustiness and kind of that, you know, that there's that feeling when you go into a space that hasn't been occupied for a long time, even if it's if it's fairly well preserved, you know, it's like you just get that kind of that kind of like musty feeling. in reality, though, you get the sense of kind of this antiseptic nature of of the space that you're in. It it, it feels like um, this was definitely designed for a purpose, and there wasn't a lot of room outside of that purpose. So it's just like it's very simple. There's no, there's not even like the leftovers of decoration, right? So, and for those of you again, I'm going to reference it who have played it. Um, it's very similar to. A lot of the spaces in the game control. So you guys continue to walk towards the east. And as you get closer, you notice that's when you see the turn. That it's a it's a T junction that you're coming up to. Um, at first, as you're looking at it, it's a dark space. But then right about 15 feet from when you get to it, you kind of hear that that there's that hum that you know, a sound of electricity as it, and then you watch as the space lights up. You can kind of see as that darkness goes away. And then as you reach the T-junction, you watch and you're watching as the kind of, and it ends about 50 feet in front of you. It seems like this corridor is not as, um, like it doesn't light all the way like this first one did. This, this one that's heading to the south just kind of stops. And within 50 feet, you see two um, doorways, one to the right, which is about um, 25 feet away, and then one to the left, about 50 feet away. Are, the, are they closed doors or just like empty doorways? It, it's kind of hard to see. Uh, the one, the 25 foot one, you can see is definitely a closed door, but it's it's not like this is. These are not like the doors that you're used to, right? These are not wood or steel or anything like that they they are something 
Um, they, they match the walls themselves and they don't have hinges. They don't have, or the uh, hinges that you can see, they don't have um, handles or anything like that. Well, what do you think about clearing these doors one by one? This places make my skin crawl. I mean, how else were you planning on doing it? I'm just making sure that you can- Two by two? Does anybody else have any inclinations or butterflies? Is there- Oh, I don't, I don't like being here either, so. But we should probably all stay together. Is there, it does one hallway seem different from the other, other than the distance? Nope. So this one, you actually can't, because of the, the lack of light, you actually can't see down this one all the way. Um, obviously because there's no natural light where the light ends, it's a harsh border. You can't in, in with your dark vision, even that's a little bit, it's, it's fuzzy because there's just no ambient light to really pick up. You get a couple of feet beyond the, uh, the edge of the light with dark vision, but even then it's, it's so dark. It's almost like magical darkness. Is it magical darkness? It is not. Okay. <laughs> I have devil sight. Can this I take just a round? Seven. Total of seven. <laughs> no, in this case, because it's just it's just a matter of like I'm not sure how, how it would work. I'd have to think on that one, but like in this case it's really not gonna affect anything. It's more of ambiance kind of thing. I mean, so. at this point, like, I looked around and I apparently was not paying much attention, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> when, if I can see one door and not the other, that's the door you're going to go for. Well, there's, there, you can see two doors. There's just one, the one on the right is closer than the one on the left. That's the, that's right now the only difference that you can see. Cool. I'm going to go for the closer one then. All right. And so as you get close to that door, you watch as the lights, boom, 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 25 feet in front of where it was so it seems to be matching you as you're going um so l as you look at this door again it looks like the the wall there's a slight inset maybe about six to eight inches then the door and then something there's no handles you cannot see any hinges um go ahead and make a perception check for me if you're the one investigating the door I know I said investigation, but it's not investigation. It's perception. <laughs> 19. So as you're looking around, you notice that on the right right hand side of the door, there is a small panel of some kind. Um, this is bright and shiny metal um, outlining it. And then there is kind of a black screenish thing that looks there. It's like it's black and matte and kind of but reflective as well. How high up is it from me? It's about normal door height or door handle height. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually probably about here. He's like four feet tall. Yeah. Uh, it's probably shoulder height for you. Yeah. I don't know if you guys could see me turn and look at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is a door handle at? <laughs> 
else the size of Edwin. <laughs> um, he's gonna. I was gonna take a hammer out of his bag of holding and use the handle to poke the part underneath the screen thing. What um, what kind of force are you using? He's gonna start fairly gentle, and then he's not gonna hit the screen, but he's gonna set it on and apply more and more force until okay. So or he can't push harder. As he presses, it just kind of puts it, places it against there. Nothing happens, and slowly, as you begin to press, and about what would be kind of like a gentle press about what would you would normally do to open up a door, you hear a hiss as the door slides open to your left. And then you watch as light clings on. I'm going to push the button again, see if it closes. Uh, Do you still push it with your hammer? Yeah. Okay, yep, door closes. Probably don't stand in there while it's closing, and then I'll hit the button with the hammer, the handle of the hammer again to open it. Okay, it opens up. Light, the light, it looks like the light didn't turn off when you shut it, it just kind of stayed on. Um, and as you, what do you guys do? As you look in, it's a smallish kind of room. He's gonna walk in and start looking around. Okay, go ahead and make a perception for check for me, L. L's doing all the shit today. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, right. space though. Yeah, I, like I'll also fall L into the. The nice thing about him going first is we can all see over him. Yep. Yeah, That's a twelve on perception. And then also since. Uh, SOA said it first, you can make one as well. Garbage. Um, might, might be a little bit better than this. Uh, wait, no. I'm, look, I'm also looking for threats in the room. Okay. Yeah. It's an 80. Okay. Um, yeah, so perception for you as well, Skeld. Uh 13. Uh, you don't see anything that, that looks particularly threatening so l as you look in um and the reason you can see this is because you've just been around long enough um it reminds you of an, the arms room of the master security team the master the um the manager wow my bur- i told you guys i'm struggling today <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> the manager's security team it's there looks like their arms room but there's a lot different here so as you look there on the left hand side you see um racks of what appear to be the closest that you can you can put together are like some sort of futuristic like blunderbusses maybe you know which are exceedingly rare like there's a lot of cannons and stuff but like small guns just have not really because of magic has never really become a thing you know they're there there's some societies that use them and they're just not as popular um but you look at them and then there's some small handheld looking versions um and then you also see um, a couple of sets of what look like plate, but they're not metal. Um, they kind of are dull and um, they kind of have, you can see traces of blue paint that have been on them that have kind of, you know, just, you know, gone away throughout the time and left this kind of beige, beige brown color underneath. Um, and then on the right hand side, you see a small table and there are eight little small circular discs, and they seem to be paired together, so it's four sets. 
One of you should. One of you should try to pick one of these up. See what happens. I walk, one up. <laughs> I walk over and I pick up one of the handheld blunderbusses. Okay. So it looks like, um, just to make it easier, it's it's basically it's a laser pistol, right? Um, the the kind of like a las pistol, like I think the you know think um like a mix between um star trek and 40k yeah like the size of 40k but the like the clean lines of star trek kind of thing um it's got a fairly pronounced trigger um but yeah as you look at it you don't see anything there seems to be like all kinds of little screens and stuff that look like you know there's reflection weird like this kind of like they look like glass almost and but you're not seeing anything on them or anything like that. Uh, we'll go and investigate the pairs, four pairs of discs. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me, please. Yeah. Eighteen. Okay. As you look at them and you kind of you pick them up and everything, you know you do notice that they are identified. They have markings that identify them as matched pairs of some kind. Um, as you flip them over on the underside, there is a small diode that seems to be slowly fading in and out green. And so there is they are marked. The basic the easiest way to see it is is they're basically lettered together. You have a pair of A's, B's, C's, and D's. Um, they. There is, as you look at the top, the outside, they're about the about the size of the palm of a, of a human's hand. Um, on the outside is a little bit of a raised lip. And then there's, um, and sit because of, of the shit that you have on your body, um, you do kind of recognize some of the inner workings um, as some sort of like, to you, they would look magical, but they're basically kind of like a circuitry kind of thing. Yeah. Unless there's something that happens when uh, Gal picks up one of the pistols, I was going to start grabbing them. And unless something stands out as it being a bad idea, they're all going in the bag of holding. So just as a reminder, I did find this out today. I was reading, I was reading about it or this week. There are limits to what a bag of holding can take. Yep. And um, you are, you guys are actually getting there pretty quick with the, all the shit that you've shoved in there. Technically, it's only like a six by six square worth of shit. I'm being a little bit more generous than that, but just to give you guys an idea, it may not, that may not be the exact thing, but it's it's a lot smaller than, than most people realize. So. I mean, if we're getting close to full, then I was just going to make another one. <laughs> okay. That's fair. It's one of his infusions, so. Yeah, I know, I know, I but you know. I just want to make sure that it's out that, that, that it's out there. About half of my magical infusions are copy item or replicate magic item. Cool, 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 cool. Yep. So I was just throwing, dropping stuff in by in a bag of holding. Okay. I'll figure it out later. But this is mine now. <laughs> Is, is there anything uh, besides uh, equipment in this room? A couple of chairs, a cot. 
I think the one trees, cot. The trees would go like sit on the cot and wait for them to start like uh, to to finish like looting and, and rummaging around. Okay. Well, I was, after he finishes unloading the entire armory into a bag of holding, <laughs> he's gonna go look at or as much as he can take anyway. Um, he's gonna go look at the pair of discs that Sid has. Unless she's put them away or something. No. Oh, what what do you think these do? They like communication devices, maybe. I mean, could be. I'll I'll flip it over and show how like the glowing green on the underside. Does the does the circuitry or the, anything about it give me some idea of what might be happening? You make an investigation check. Um, and it wouldn't be with advantage because these are not magic items. Uh, that's still going to be a lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to have a hard time because this is way outside the bounds of your knowledge, man. Yeah, that's a 26. Okay. So you're not getting a sense of exactly what it is, what the circuitry is doing or anything like that. But as you flip it over and you see that the green diode, you notice that it looks like you're supposed to push it. Then I was going to push it. <laughs> okay. So... So are you just pushing it on one of them? For now, yeah. Okay, so nothing happens, but you do see kind of like a where the, the raised edge ends, and then there's that little inset with the circuitry. There's like this bluish kind of like hazy glow that's sitting there. And it just, you know, there's nothing nothing solid seems to form, but it looks like almost like a like a fog that's sitting even with the raised layer of the outer outer side of the disc. They said you should push the other one. All right, I'll push the button on the matching. As, the tree actively covers his genitals and face. Okay. Scald, uh, like, this is this motion out of the corner of his eye and, like, sees it, and he's like, yeah. And also, <laughs> covers his face. You're still and, trying to see through your Yeah, face. he's, like, trying to see through his fingers, and he's like, oh, we got a hand just grabbing his junk to cover it. And he's like covering like most of his face, but looking with, with his one eye. He's covering he, the eye patch. But yeah, he's covering the eye, eye patch and <laughs> most of his face, but not the eye that's that can see. Yeah. It's it's Don Cheadle from oh, what was that that Vegas thief movie with George Clooney? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's turning around to hitting the EMP. Um, so as soon as um, Sid hits the button, you watch as. So L, you see an image of Sid from the waist up, and then and Sid, you see an image of L from the waist up, and as you turn and look around, you watch as the movements match, slightly delayed, just a, 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 a the slightest delay, as you watch. L, can you hear me now? And you're hearing this in in, which is hilarious. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> um. <laughs> You, you hear in stereo, so you hear Jared, Sid say this, and then you hear a tinnier version coming out of the device. 
Yeah, you're standing like four feet from me. <laughs> I was gonna toss the disc up in the air and see what happens. As the disc goes in the air, you watch as both images disappear. And as soon as you grab it again, the images reappear. That's cool. He's going to hold it out to Skeld. Uh, Skeld, (laughs) while still covering his genitals, Skeld, (laughs) the device. As soon as it changes hands, the image changes to Skeld, an exact bluish replica uh, from the waist up, so you see one hand reaching down towards their genitals, and and then them themselves holding that uh, kind of thing. Does it switch? Does it switch after L lets go of it, or is there? I mean, instantaneous. It's it's very because it's a quick handoff. It there there is a little bit of a of a zip, but it's it's fairly quick. Hmm. But I was gonna reach out and put his hand on it and see what it does. So it seems to kind of emit through your hand. The space where your hand hold is is there. It doesn't actually like project, but it, like if you were to cut scald in half, the, there's half of scald above and half of scald below. Ah. <coughs> I think you are right. I think these are communication things. But with pictures. That's new. Uh probably old. Very old, very old. I pocket this one. New. I pocket this one, and I go grab the rest of them, and uh, I hold up one of the B ones, and I'm like, "Sid, press the button." So we we both press the button. Can we see each other on this one? Yes, you can. Well, they're all connected. Excellent. Well, they're they're matched pairs. Okay, so uh, the A and B didn't work yes. together. No, the A and B didn't okay. work together. But okay. B and B will work together. All right. Then what I do is I grab them all and uh, I um, distribute them based on like how we usually hang out. So like I'm like Sid, why don't you hold on to that one? I'll hold on to this one, right? Yeah. Um, SOA, here's a B. L, here's a B. And then Patrice, here's a C. Stark, here's a C. Because at any given point in time, I feel like that combination of people, one of us will have a communicator that works the rest of the group. Yeah. It's also there to be particularly subtle or quiet. So we may want to be able to keep an eye on uh, what exactly we say and when. I, um, as we're all standing there looking at them, I take the C away from Sark and the B away from SOA and switch them. So that way it's SOA and Patrice and Sark and me. <laughs> it just seems like it makes more sense this way. I like this. <laughs> and I chuckle as I walk away. See, I was just assuming that, like, I, if you gave one to Sark and you gave one to me, that I was the most organic of our group. You you are. Don't get me wrong. Definitely. But I also feel like the odds are pretty strong that if I'm with you, I'm not with SOA. And if I'm with SOA, I'm not with you. It's not entirely true. It's not entirely true. 
Also, this way, if you ever need to get a hold of somebody, the only person who can answer is SOA. Oh, I find really that comforting. hilarious. <laughs> She's a very trustworthy individual. I, I, I'm excited about this. I, I, I'm excited to be able to get a hold. Uh, how far do these work from would be the next question. Yeah, we should I, like, test that out at some point. We should test I find that out. to go. Yeah, um, that's, that's the next thing we got to test. But also there's another door down yeah, the hall. And yeah, let's go to another door. door. Before you guys exit, I do want to remind you that there are also what appears to be some sort of armor. I was just about to go check out the oh. armor. How many how many armor suits are there? There are to be determined because I forgot to ask you guys a question. Uh, <laughs> there question. are a number. Ask us the question. I need to know everyone's AC. Ah. <laughs> okay. You're not getting one, Sark. You're not. No, that's no, fine. Actually, be not good for you. Yeah, I know. That's fine. I've got sixteen. Right. Sixteen. Okay. Got an 18. Okay. Also an 18. Okay. Also, I already have magical armor. I know you yeah. do. 12 for Sid. better. 19 for Patrice. So there are three. Three sets. Three sets. The guy who doesn't wear armor has a 21. Right. Is it, ar- is it armor? So who all are they for then? You have an 18. 18- 18. You have a 12. You have a what? Well, I didn't say that there was going to be an exact number. I just said yeah, that. that's fair. That's fair. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So sees them playing with armor and like turns his thing on and walks out of the door frame towards the next one just to see if it works. Yeah, All right. He's not organic. Who's yeah. who's who was matched with with Sark? Uh, Skull. Now. Oh yeah, no. Skull now. matched. Yeah, I'm I'm matched. Sorry, I see, yours I on? See, watch out and I walk out and I like pull my thing out because I, I know exactly what he's doing. <laughs> this is this is the smart move. Yes, so it does work with you. Excellent. Hmm. I pull out the uh the hand blaster, the, the handheld blunderbuss that I've got. I look at the armor, I walk up and I like kind of tap it with the back of my sword, and I'm kinda like looking at it. And I like turn to SOA and I poke her a little bit in the chest with my sword. And I go, I feel like this is not as good as what you've got already. We don't know that. We don't know what that does. He hasn't told us yet. <laughs> I kind of want to shoot one of them. We got three. Don't, I think you should shoot one. Don't shoot. Hey, one. scientist. Hey, hey, tech wizard. How do you even know that that thing shoots? That's what I'm about to find out. Shoot the wall. What if that sets off an alarm of some kind or like... No, no, no. Shoot the arm. Shoot the arm. arm. Don't think. Shoot, shoot, shoot first. Ask questions later. Right. That's I, I, I still for automatons. I, 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 I stop. I don't shoot the armor. You're right. We should take this somewhere and test it. I mean, that's what I was planning to do with all of them. Maybe pass the back. <laughs> yeah. The back of- but grab the armor too. Grab the armor too. I don't know if I can fit that in the bag. Well, shit. Um, so oh if someone oh. would like to grab one. How much? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, go I'll, gonna I'll grab some armor. Said, yeah. They here. are deceptively light, so they probably weigh like so. The the equivalent in plate is like super heavy, right? Like you're talking like forty pounds, right? Yeah. And this is probably about fifteen. Hmm. And it's, you know, it's really. You know, think of sci-fi plate carriers. Yeah. You know, it's going to cover most of your your um, internals. 
Um, yeah. There's a, a cummerbund and a back piece, right? And it's solid, but to your technolo technology level, it does seem a little bit light. So everyone that picks one up does that thing you do with a door that looks like it's going to be yeah, heavy, you, but isn't? Oh, geez, that's <laughs> way lighter than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Huh. Um, okay. So just just because of that, and I'm just going to give... Look at items and tell us what they are. Well, yeah. Before before you get there, I'm going to tell you guys, just because of the weight, because everyone is at least comfortable enough to understand how armor works, anyone can wear this. There are no restrictions. There's no proficiency needed. You can just put it on. Hmm. If I was holding one, he's just gonna put it on then. Okay. So you put it on, and it's it's really interesting. So it slides on fairly easily, but the moment you get it kind of situated to where it needs to be, it automatically snugs itself and conforms to your body. And then you hear this kind of as you watch, and the rest of you who are watching can kind of see this kind of almost scale thing happen as it takes form and forms itself to L's body. And you now have an AC of 18. Ooh. Curtis is scared now. <laughs> okay. They Patrice said. has no, Patrice is not worried at all. Curtis is scared. <laughs> they said, this looks like you could probably use it. All right, Sid will... And I think it's better than what on. you've got, just based on... Uh, I mean, it looks pretty fucking advanced. Let's be real. So Sid will throw hers on as well. The same thing happens as soon as... And Sid, you know how to put on armor, right? Like, you've probably worn every form of armor that is available. So you get it on fairly quickly, and as soon as you slap it on, it starts to... And you're just kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you hear that click, and you watch it as that this, this scales, like snakeskin, kind of forms up. And it fits you better than any armor you've ever had. You have an AC of 18 as well. The only gonna... reason I'm doing this is because we had a really good fight a couple weeks back at the other table. And I just want to hit people. And <laughs> Let's go. Oh, we hit. Yeah, that, I kind of like about that. I was like, okay, he's uh, he's uh, setting us up here. Great, let's go, let's go find what he wants us to murder. So Eric is just pacing between the other door and the hallway we came in at. Like, so as you get to the other door, you watch as the lights turn on and turn off and turn on and turn off and turn on and turn off. <laughs> so actually, right there, as we described that. We have gone past a little bit of time, so let's go ahead and take our first break, and then we will pick up with everyone exiting the security room. Welcome back, everyone, to Campaigns and Concoctions, where we were just discussing the fact that social media sucks, despite the fact that we're all on it. Um, so, what are we drinking? I made a drink. It's called Laid Back, and it's just gin and pineapple juice. It's delightful. 
This also Turtle works. Turtle has his mind on his money and his money nice. on his mind. Yeah. Now, that's the question that is going to be posted as part of the this episode, or at least one of the questions. The question is going to be name the reference. If you can <laughs> give me the reference, we'll 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 figure out something. So, yeah. Uh, I'm calling this the Shiver Swizzle. Um, it's 1.5 ounces spice drum, one ounce cachaca. Uh, one ounce key lime juice, one ounce pineapple juice, half an ounce of um, ginger syrup, a uh, whole bunch of candied cranberries nice. swizzled in there, and garnished. I think that's it. Garnished with pineapple fronds and a slice of pineapple. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like a really big slice. It is literally the entire length of a... So I've made these garnishes that are just the entire length of the pineapple as a very thin slice. And I love it, them. They look great. They look super cool. shoved in the entire glass. Yeah, it literally that. comes out of the top of the glass. It's so long. It looks like a bag. We're going to get some pictures of these up, up on the, um, the Discord, and that was what kind of... I know I normally don't explain our weird coming back to break thing, but um, that's what led us to the conversation about social media is that our person taking pictures was not on Discord. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, and a half ounce of pineapple juice. Sorry, that's what I mean. You said pineapple juice already. Okay, okay. Yep. What did you make, John? Uh, so I made what Dustin named the swing, because it's not a swizzle and it's not a sling. Um, it is one and a half ounces of Balmer Peak uh, spice drum, half an ounce of uh, Smith & Cross. No, I'm sorry. Half an ounce of... Uh, uh, plantation overproof, half an ounce of uh, what is it, Clement? Is it the yes, rum agricole? The, the agricole, yeah, yeah Clement. Clement rum agricole. Uh, one one and a half ounces of pineapple juice, half an ounce of key lime juice, half an ounce of turbinado rich syrup, uh, half an ounce of aperol, um, half an ounce of Cointreau. I'm missing something in here. It's a too many touch cocktail. It's a too many touch cocktail. It was absolutely delightful. Shaken, dirty, dumped, and I've got all of the garnishes. I've got the giant, the uh, giant pineapple spear. I've got pineapple fronds, and I have a key lime wheel and a bendy straw. Apparently, the theme was tropical. Yep. We we decided that this time we were going to make. Drinks we wish we were having on the beach because it's 20 degrees outside. <laughs> it's cold right now. Mm-hmm. I missed the memo, but I guess this qualifies. I would have that on a beach. Yeah, for sure. Right now. Um, I would drink scotch on a beach, so. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah right. Like, I, I'm also not that picky. I mean, I'm working through my second quarter of a bottle of plum wine. Wait. I would happily have that on a beach. <laughs> the glass. Right. There's very little booze that I would not drink on a, you know, it would be like stouts. And that's about it. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want a lot of dark beer when it's cold or when, it, when it's warm. Yeah, right. Uh, and when it's warm, I typically want a lot of beer, uh, which is why I'm a Czech lager person. You know, it's valid. I just blew up the uh, group chat real quick with a bunch of photos. If you would Perfect. like to. So, all right then. So as the the group now exits the security room. Um, everyone sees Sark is just kind of walking laps between the the T intersection and the next door down. And you're watching as the light 
at the far end just keeps extending out and then shrinking back, extending out, shrinking back. What are you guys doing? Uh, is there any, are there windows into any other rooms here? How many doors are in the room? Just the two? So go ahead and make a perception check for me. Sure. <coughs> it's going to be a 13. So you look down and as you watch as Sark makes that, goes to the, do- the, the door, you see another door on the right hand side. But you don't see it's it literally is just walls of what would be poured concrete. Like there's no glass, no windows or anything that you can see so far. Um, I'm going to walk down there and take a look in that doorway. Uh, which one? The one on the right. Okay. So you keep going. And as you pass that door, you watch the lights start going out. Um, you see two more doors as you get to the door. They are equal. They're matching each other, one on the left, one on the right. And as you look, this door matches the one that you guys had just entered. What? uh, So it's the same kind of room? The same kind of door. Okay. So Um, it's like a, it's like a right, left, right, left. What goes, so went right, left, right, and then matched. One on either side. Oh, okay. Uh, do I see the button? Yes, you see the button. I reach out and I poke it with my sword. <laughs> How much pressure do you put on it? Just... I mean, I push it. Okay. Yeah. So I saw what he You know, yeah. I, I... You hear the hiss as the door slides open to the left. And as you look in, there is kind of a greenish glow. I push the button again with my sword. The door shuts. And right as you, like, it opened and the lights seemed to, sl- were more slowly coming on, but the greenish glow was already there. And then the door shuts. Uh, L? Mm. I, I found a green thing. Oh, very descriptive. Yes. Would you like to come see? Of course I would. <laughs> can I can I use Mage Hand to push the button? Sure. Are you guys just going to skip that door on the left? Oh, I thought we were, oh, no, we're on the left. No, we're on the right. Oh. Actually, uh, I'm going to be like, hey, so there's a green thing in here, but I skipped a door. Uh, you want to go open that door real quick? I knew it. Is there any noise from the door that on the left that was, or the, the door that had been opened and closed? Go ahead and roll a perception check for me, please. Skip the door is a good name for a dwarf. Free! It's a great name for a dwarf. Oh my god. You are not getting any sounds coming through the door. It seems that um, it blocks sound. It seems to block sound pretty well. Cool. We're going to push the button for the other door then. So as you go back to the one on the left, um, you watch that one opens and the reaction is the same as it was for the security room. The door opens and the light comes on. Um, And here... The, the light, there's no other light. It's just that harsh white fluorescent light that that you see. Is there anything in the room that stands out immediately? Go ahead and, make, and immediately, um, there's a little bit more detritus on the floor here. Um, it looks like glass and stone and metal. But there's no like racks of weapons or anything like we found in the other one. There are tables. 
You're going to have to step in if you want more. Is there anything moving in the room? Nope. Cool. Oh, you can see. To close it and then go back to the other door and open that one that had the green glow. Okay. So the door opens with the, the quick hiss. And you watch, the, as soon as the door opens, you notice the glow, um, and there are pockets of it. So on the on the far wall, you see it, and then in the main room, you see it, and then the light slowly comes on. Can I see what's emitting the green glow? Yes, you can. It looks like, so as, as you walk in, you see what appears to be hold on let me get to my descriptions here so when you walk in are you walking in or are you are you kind of hanging out uh so i will step in as far as is necessary to get a clear view of what's emitting the green glow okay so as soon as you step in initially you realize that you're actually within a room within a room right so as you step in there was a door that you didn't realize as you were looking through and basically as you step in it's it's basically like a small like almost like a mudroom kind of thing and then there are two doors then they both open together and then as you walk through that second door you can kind of poke your head in and you see humanoid sized glass chambers where um right next to it go ahead and roll a perception check for me as you're looking in Oh, it's fucking creepy in here. Uh, that's a 12. Okay. You say investigation? I said perception. Perception. Yeah, that's a 12 then. Good. Keep trying, man. Keep trying. Another <laughs> shot. Um, what you notice is that this immediate one, this one directly in front of you that you can see is got um, what appears to be something in it that has arms and legs it's kind of hard to see what it is there seems to be fluid and some sort of like mist that's covering the floor but that is also what's emitting it the the green light and as you look around you can see that there are broken capsules as well as a couple lining the wall but like this one here is kind of like laid at an angle all you sci-fi nerds out there know exactly what i'm describing so like grab I grab Al by the shoulder and I say, wait a second. Before we go in there, I saw a Mummer's Shadow Puppet play once <laughs> that played out very similar to this. There was an airship. It went to a very distant island. They found a sarcophagus similar to this and whatever was in there started attaching itself to people's faces and then monsters exploded <laughs> out of their chests. All right. I have a solution. Let's all put on those ball gags. Sark just walks in. Okay. I'll pass this. <laughs> only got one. <laughs> you you have a pretty high passive, right, Sark? What's your what's your passive? My passive perception is a 19. Okay. Now, I'm not even going to make you roll because it's so good. So as you walk in, you see insubordinate and churlish. You see six, six chamber or six um, capsules. Um, three are broken. Three are full. Um, there are, as as you look directly across from the door, you see 
um, more capsules. There are seven on the bottom. All of them are broken. There is a next level above that where three are full or that appear to be working and full. Um, immediately to the left of the door, there is another door and off to the right across from where the um, the the center capsules are. There is another door. There is a main console looking thing, very kind of similar to the ones that you guys encountered there on the plateau right next to um, the the um, the far capsule that's closest to you. And then there's a couple of other consoles around. Um, if you would like, you guys can log on to roll 20 and um, there is a map available. I'll shift. Twenty. Twenty-one. Brilliant. Well, nice use of your right parts and categorizing them so you can easily mm -hmm, find it. Mm -hmm. Well done, sir. Let's uh, uh, see our game. I sent you a link both through the, the roll 20 and on that email I sent you at the very bottom, there should be a link that you can <laughs> click because it was just Nate that was in on that one. Got right. it. Launch game. That looks sexy there. Does. Can I it just looks say that? Great. We have a great look. Ooh, you are in. I don't care about whatever it is that you're telling me. <laughs> so I'm not there's, upgrading there's, now. There's, there's a 10 second countdown on roll 20 now. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's because they want it. They want you to pay to upgrade. So I'm not roll twenty sponsor us. It is what that is. Ooh, mappy, mappy. How do I make these all again? I do don't I remember. remember. Looks totally different than the last time. Yeah, I know it's 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 like I used to be able to make them small. And I can't figure it out anymore. Right. <laughs> I will keep looking, but that so this is what you guys are seeing. Um. Excuse me. I'm gonna cast armor back at this on myself. Yeah. The we're gonna do the false life. But so, John, if you go up in the menu, there's the settings bar. Go to yeah, audio, video. video. I figured it out. I found it. Got it. We're good. We're good. Um. Okay. Upcast it real quick. Yeah, second um, level armor back at this. Got freaking multi-classing in a warlock. I forgot yeah. about the airlock when I was describing going in, so that's why I kind of opened at the same time. <laughs> Three warlock levels. So two, I have two I have two short rest level two spell slots. So anything that upcasts. I shift a level two. I shift yeah, my uh packed blade into my left like, hand. And as I'm walking around, I'm kind of like sort of semi-low, you know, like kind of that not quite crouched walk. Um, just kind of on guard, on the ready, and my my right hand is twitching a whole lot. Okay. Like my fingers are just kind of working, getting ready, uh, and I am holding the action to cast Shadow Blade. So you're concentrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks like a kid at a toy store. So he wants to go play with the console, but he knows nobody's gonna let him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let me let me read this to you, y'all. 
So lighting the walls and in the center of the concert are humanized, humanized humanoid-sized glass capsules. Most are broken and, and are broken and filled with mummified corpses, but some hold what appear to be um, corpses. And so if anyone would like to look, go ahead and make a DC or a, an, an investigation check, and then we'll get to that. Um, da, da, da. I think I'll probably do the investigation. Uh, <laughs> I was about to, and, I, and then you said investigation. I was like, yeah, I'm good. But you almost stole the DC, too. Yeah, you almost did. Uh, that's a 30-20. Okay. So as you look at each of these, the ones that, that, in, that contain individuals, they appear to be to hold humans in them. Um, and as you look on the on the bottom, um, where the uh, where the feet would be, you notice that there is a panel on the ones that actually have that don't have the mummified remains. There is a panel that has blinking green lights. There are three green lights on it. Green is usually good. Mm -hmm. L, what are we looking at here? Do you have any idea what's going on right now? Uh, there's a tube with a humanoid thing in it with three green lights on the bottom. There's a lot of tubes with humanoid things in them. I'm assuming I can see green lights on the bottom of the other ones. Some of them look dead. Yep. Do they all look dead? Nope. Okay. Do we okay. think that the if ones that look not, dead are dead? If they're not dead, can they wake up? It's a distinct possibility. Some of them are very dead. Some of them are slightly less dead. Mostly dead? <laughs> Do you think they were gamblers? <laughs> yeah, this ain't the play. Marriage is what brings us here today. today. Love. <laughs> liar! Liar! Is there anything plugged into the tube with green lights on it? Oh yeah, each of all of these have mass a massively thick cable that is um, coming out of them, um, and that. So if, if you're looking here, this console here, you should you should see a green ring that's emitting from it. Every cable is even the ones from the the top floor meet at this console. Sark very adamantly says, look, but don't touch that console. Al is <laughs> visibly disappointed after that, but is there anything that looks like it could be like labels on roll, buttons or anything? Roll an investigation check, my dude. <laughs> what languages do you speak again, Enrid? English in common. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is a investigation, right? Yep. Hey, y'all, just so you guys know, we lost Nate, but he's going to be coming back here soon, I promise. Okay. okay. Also, That's Morgan, a... I don't have the language in question because I know what it is. I might. Okay. That's a 25. Okay. So as you look at the console, it's fairly broad and wide. It's about the same size as it's, it's a little bit smaller than the capsules itself. On the, the left-hand side, you see small screens. Um, you see six of them. And for three of them, you can... So that the, there are three of them that are black, that are kind of that flat mat that has been kind of popping up. 
but three of them show images. It's black, but you see a green line and every once in a while it'll pop up and you hear beep, beep. And then to the right of that is kind of this triangle of buttons. So just to kind of, if you can see L, I don't know if you can see it, this triangle here of buttons. And then here is switches. Wait, hold on. Are you showing us on Zoom or yes, on? Yes, I am on Zoom. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. So here is the buttons, kind of in this triangle form. And then to the right of that is also some switches. And then there is a massive kind of like staticky screen. So it looks like for our modern brains, the um, kind of a staticky um, screen from back in the day with buttons on top. And then here at the very far right in are two glowing buttons. The top one is red, the bottom one is green. Is it skinamaxing or is it just static? Just static, not skinamaxing. Great reference, by the way. Um, the only thing that is not labeled. Right, yes. Everybody born in between 1980 and 2000 knew exactly what So the only thing that is not labeled on this control board is the red and green lights or the green, red and green buttons. Is he able to read uh, those labels? Okay, no, he so is not. There's there's three that are out, and we have three sarcophaguses that are that are broken in the room. No, I take that back. So yeah, with this one, there's there's only three that you see here, and even though everything's going on here, if you look around, there's a couple of other smaller control panels that seem to be kind of more tied into the other ones, but this one. It seems that this one controls everything, but it's meant to only monitor the six in front of it. Al, can you can you figure this stuff out? Can you read this shit? Nope. Does it look like the language we've been seeing everywhere else in yep. these facilities? Hundred percent. I um, Al, you're up. What does this say? Uh, are you okay with giving me <coughs> ten minutes to? Oh wait, I can't do it as a ritual, anyways. Um, I cast Comprehend Languages. Which means you go. Uh, so actually what I do is I look at all of you and I take a really heavy sigh and I switch my eye patch from one eye to the other and I start reading. <laughs> That's a pretty good semantic bit right there. Oh, damn it. I was the only one who knew. Oh, I immediately start reading. So while you can understand the words, none of it makes sense to you, right? The only yeah, thing- I'm just gonna read like the literal mm -hmm. language that is written there to L. So most of it is techno babble, right? right. So I, I don't even have words for them. Just, yeah, yeah, for sure. But the one I thing that like, does I'm, above- I'm just talking to data. Yeah, I'm enunciating yeah. syllables and I have no idea what it is that I'm saying and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But the I'm only exactly what I see. The yeah. only thing that makes sense to y'all is there is above on the very left side the 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 six screens. It says heart rate. Yeah, there's definitely three alive here. Then, cool. Do you know what any of the rest of that nonsense meant? I'm assuming I don't. No. Not yet. Um, okay, so here's the question. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look around and see if there's anything 
any any of the buttons or anything indicates that I could like wake them up or open the the containment unit or do anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want me to roll for that? Um, no, because you can read it. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, you have no sense. The only thing that, like I said, the only thing that everything else besides heart rate doesn't make sense because it's all techno babble. And then there are the re- there's the red and green button again. They don't have labels on them, and they are big and they are flashing and they are bright. Um, and is there one of these panels for each of the tanks? No. So all the tanks, all of them, yeah. have cabling that goes in here. Gotcha. So, and there's three tanks with people in it. And let me get, let me let me have you make an insight check for me. Okay. Fourteen. Four, oh, yeah, pretty good. It's good. It's yes. good. For a so, plus zero, not bad. So what I'm going to say, this is what it is. So like you're able to, you're kind of able to di- differentiate this control panel as you look. Ar- what was that? Sorry, I have a plus one to insight. Fifteen. Okay. So you've kind of looked around and just kind of taken nothing. This room isn't big enough that you can't kind of scope it out from where you're at. You look as you look at the other consoles, they look like they don't really have the same amount of controls and buttons on them. They just look like they are monitoring controls. So that complete left side where you see the the screens, those that's what you see in these other these other consoles. This seems to be like a main control, especially as you notice that every single one of these cylinders and these capsules have um the cabling that comes and connects. Yeah. I'm going to walk over to one of the tanks and I'm going to see if I can read anything on the console for the tank. Uh, which one? Whichever one's closest to me. It doesn't matter. Okay. So, so as you look at the map, there's that one that's directly below it. That says subject one. Wait, which one now? So as you look on the map, there's the, this is the console right here. Yeah. Right here. The, yeah. This is the closest one, and that one oh, says, yeah. right above the, the the three green lights, it says subject one. Okay. And that has one with a heartbeat? Yes, that's one with a heartbeat. So as you look at this map, you will you should see that there's stuff inside of it, as well yeah. as they have a, a brighter green. This one, for, this one. Yeah, this, the, those three up there these th- these seven down here are they are broken even though they look they look it i i didn't have con- this i bought the map so that makes sense gotcha oh sorry can i um, take the side off the panel the panel of what like he wants to remove the side of the main panel yeah. of the console yeah, yeah i want to yeah. see what's inside the sorry console. the panel of the main console yeah so Right Go ahead and make an, an investigation check on uh, just on the console. I'm more anxious right now than I was during our rush back on uh, Wednesday of this week. So like, uh, if that tells you anything, twenty this makes me more anxious than work. Was that fun? Twenty-one. So as you, as you look at this console, the sides don't have any kind of like access panel. The back itself is kind of butted up directly next to the, uh, the that first capsule. So you can't really see it, but then eventually you get down underneath and you can see that there is what appears to be some sort of panel that can open up underneath the main bit of the, the panel. Um, what kind of toolkits do you have, man? <laughs> Hang on. 
I don't know. <laughs> All I'm saying is... D- Dustin's been playing D&D for like eight years and he's been waiting for a DM to ask him that question. Right, yeah. <laughs> also, I'm just going to say, there's not a single... Not a single console panel, uh, uh, metal slab that I could not get into with a knife in my life. All right. You can unscrew that shit like a motherfucker. You can pry it up. I've, I've got plenty of knives if you need one. Okay. <laughs> I've got alchemist, supplies, smith tools, tinker tools, wood, and woodcarver's tools. Jesus Christ. These tools currently on me. So, you're, so your thieves and tinker's tools would provide you with small enough, like sets of of like screwdrivers and things like that that you'd be able to get those this panel open you standing there holding multiple knives yeah like do you want a like, knife? like do you need do you need a and knife he pulls out knife? Like, he pulls out like a fucking like an eyeglasses fucking screwdriver that's exactly the right size and starts unscrewing shit. I, I see l open up his coat and reach yeah. in and pip, pull out one of those i fix it things that they yeah, yeah, exactly yeah yeah, all, yeah. Of PC, all of us pc builders have fucking have right. yeah yeah, yeah. It's like an articulated <laughs> screwdriver. It's ridiculous. And one's with the, the, like, all right, cool. Put all his knives away. His <laughs> various um, mismatch daggers. So, L, do you have you? Ha- I'm assuming you have proficiency with all those toolkits. Yes. So go ahead and roll a. Um... <laughs> all of them. Proficiency with all of them. Of course. That's hey, artificers, dude. <laughs> That's valid. Right. So valid. Go, go ahead and roll a dexterity check with your proficiency added. Yeah, I have 73 toolkits on me. Yeah, I'm proficient with all of them. I'm not carrying four that I'm proficient with. <laughs> yeah. It's too much weight. Those are in the bag of holding. Yeah, those are in the bag of holding, right? Uh, you said dex check plus my proficiency? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be 21. So for all of you except Sark, this is kind of the first time that you've really had a chance to watch L kind of do like his his work outside of like magic stuff. And it is impressive because you he's still, you know, L still kind of a, a teenage boy, right? He's he's listless at times, he doesn't wake up early, you know, but then he's here and he's focused. And you're watching him as he as he's pulling apart this cons the the this and he's he's focused and he's proficient and he's it's amazing. He comes down and he starts looking and what do you do? What do you what are you doing? Um, I wanna see how the uh, the big cables coming in from the tanks are connected into the panels. So roll a investigation check for me. That's <coughs> uh, a 27. Okay. So it takes you a minute. It's, it's kind of hard to figure out because the cables are coming in through the backside. But eventually, as you kind of get up and you tweak and you tweak and you turn and you and you peek, you can see the some some what looks like now that you have gotten more familiar with this technology, especially because of the little hollow emitters that you guys have, you see you see the the circuitry that's coming out of the all of the the different individual cables, and it looks like there's six pieces of circuitry and 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 cabling that's coming out that gets kind of wired in, and they all kind of go to separate ports. And then there's two pieces that come in and from all of the cables that ma- that meet um, towards the what would be as you're looking down that that. So as you, if you're laying down, it would be the left side and they go to two very specific spots at the end at the at the, the end of the, the board. And then with the 27, you would realize that 
and so they split and one from each goes to one one goes to the other this is where the red and the green button go can i tell which one of the cables coming in goes to one of the dead cylinders no that would be it that's that's a little tough just because of the way it's wired so but also with the 27 you would notice that in most cases they are all all the wiring goes together so it's like there's not a lot of individual buttons that you could push that would affect a singular um singular capsule there may be one or two but again it's it's like weird stuff that you know as as Skjald had read it off to you it didn't make any sense to you Um, in that case, I was gonna, from still inside the console, gonna say, are you guys ready if something goes wrong? When am I ever not ready for when your arms deep into something? I meant the rest of them. Yeah. Sarge slips his knuckles on. He's just like, this is gonna go bad. Is it gonna be? Cool. As soon as Sid says, yeah. I was going to grab one of the cables that's coming into the console and yank it out. <laughs> okay, so is it one that's going to the red or green button? Um, it's probably going to be one that's headed towards the rest of the buttons. Okay, perfect. So you pull... I can separate the console from the cylinder, if at all possible. Yeah, no, you're good, you're good. So you pull it. And you don't see or, or notice anything or hear anything. Um, can I get the other five of you to make per, uh, perception checks as you guys are kind of looking around? Natural one. Yeah. yeah. I'm really good at rolling ones. You know why? As as Nate's mug says, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" You know, in Japan, when you're number one, you're the worst. Number 10 is the best. Okay. Worst I've been told. What else have we got? Oh, so bad. Have a word. 26. Okay. Sorry, that was 15, right? No, no. It just, no, just, I, I smelled it, dude. Yeah. And it made that, yeah. Uh, sorry, it was perception, right? Yep. 15. Okay. I mean, I technically got a six. I can't do math. 23, I think. Okay. Three's got 12. Okay. So, Sid and Sark are both over 20. Everyone else is yeah. 15 so, or blue. Sid and Sark. So, if you guys wouldn't make sure that you guys are looking at the map real quick. Hold on. Got it. Right here. Yeah. With this cylinder, Sid and Sark, you guys both see a spark go just like real quick it wasn't it's nothing substantial or anything like that but you see a very light spark hey oh there was a spark in like the middle of the containers when you did that so specifically on this cylinder oh specifically the one to the middle one to the right uh i walk over do i see a number on it 
Does it does five? I say this is this is the the container containment unit for uh, subject five. The coffin, sarcophagus. It's not a sarcophagus. I don't think like they're referred to as subjects. Is anyone else a little uh, weirded out by that? I mean, that's I mean, yeah, that's, that's what weird. It says. I was gonna yank another one out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> who, who's still standing? I'm 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 not like right by L, but who's still standing over there? near me and uh like everybody except for me okay like i would have i'm slightly uncomfortably close to soa okay cool i'm i'm reaching i'm casting heroism on myself and patrice because i'm just waiting for something to go bad so i i am gonna need a little bit of description out as to what you like what you're grabbing like so like you as because you rolled so well on that investigation check like you may not know where initially where each of them went, but you know, you can trace the lines of circuit of circuitry and cables to, and match them to, to where, what are coming in. So you can pick like the seven that you can see. And, and so like, are you going to try and pull one from the same one? Like, what are you doing? His, his aim right now is to disconnect the cylinder from the box, from the console. Okay. So he's going to a different cable and try to separate where that cable is coming in from the rest of the the controls on the left of the panel, not so, the green. So you're trying you're trying to do this, but from the same the same capsule, right? No, different capsule. If I can. Okay, Sim similar. Are you uh, trying to connect one of the ones that have people in it. Sure. He's currently in fuck around phase. <laughs> Well, I just I, because what I'm saying is that you can while you you don't know which which set of which Kate which set of cables goes to which which con, uh, capsule you you can you know which circuitry goes to which input of cables you get what I'm saying yeah. so like you now know that that grouping of the one you pulled goes to subject five right that yeah. he's gonna pull a different one a ran it a random one. He's how not many, really paying many, attention. All right, rolling a D6. Yeah, I was gonna say, how, many, how many capsules do we have that we could possibly fuck with? Because got five. Let's roll again. Number two. Number Random two. number two. Rolling, yeah, you're... roll me a D8, L. Was it eight or five? Six. A, I need an eight. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's a one. Okay, so you reach over, and <laughs> you you reach over. To, it, it's the very far as you're looking up. So on the console, if you're looking at the console as you're standing, it would be on the right. But as you're looking at it, this would be on the left. You reach up and you said you were avoiding the, the green and red one, right? Buttons, right? Yeah. You reach up and you pull one and you, the rest of you guys watch as the, the capsule that is butted up to the console is oh. the, a spark goes up on the, the top end of it. I rush over to look at the readout. The three green lights are still lit. Uh, it doesn't look like it actually did anything. Maybe. No, that's a level of understanding of the way that technology works that my character would not have. So it doesn't look like you did anything. Did anything happen? There's a spark, but this all looks the same as it did before the spark. Huh. 
Which one was that one on? Uh, this is subject one. One right in front of Scott. Oh, that's the one that's lit up. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't stop being lit up. Uh, is there still a heartbeat? Whoever looks at the console would see, yes, that there is there is one. So there's still a heartbeat. It doesn't seem to have done anything. Cool. He's going to pull the rest of that, the cables for subject one out. Even the red and green? Yep. I need you to roll. This was the one <laughs> initiative. This is the one creature <laughs> in any of these capsules who was a good guy, who was going <laughs> to tell us everything that was going on. <laughs> when it was like, they, they, they kidnapped me for this project when I was a child. And all these other people are like criminal convicts, but I'm the one good guy and I can help you out of here. I'm the control subject. I can help you out of here. I have super, super awesome magical abilities. And I can help you kill all of these enemies that are about to come fly off a guy at you. Anyways, what happened? So I need you to describe how you're pulling all of them. Are you going to try and yank it in one go, which I think would be really hard, or are you going to start pulling individually? I'm about um, to fight Necrons. Which Necrons? <laughs> they were level 10. Yeah, yeah. He's going to cast it's Heat Metal on the connection points and yank all of them at once. Okay, oh, so oh. I'm going to need you to roll uh, a D6 and tell me odd or even. Amazing. I love everything that's happening right now, even though odd. I just killed. <laughs> okay. TPK. 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 What's the TPK cocktail? That's the real question. As you, as you reach up and, and you pull, you watch because everything's kind of at, at different, they're different lengths of cables, right? And you hear you'll pop, 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 pop. You, you've seen it happen, right? Like you pull one, but it, ne it doesn't all pull identically. And you don't know, you don't really see the order when it goes, but you hear an in uh, a tone that that beep, that steady beep goes flat to a steady beep, and you watch as so scald as you're there watching the console you watch as the creature inside begins to um begins to quiver and shake and then um, I start smashing the green buttons <laughs> nothing happens and then you watch as it kind of arches its back and the eyes open and get really large attack the glass with my sword as you make your first impact, don't even worry about rolling. Okay. As you make your first impact, the movement stops, the back, the body relaxes, and movement stops, and all you hear is a steady flat line. And, and interspersed among the other beeps. Did anything happen other than the sound changing? Yeah, you killed whatever was in this tube. Oh. Well, now I know that. <laughs> I know that's super dark, but... <laughs> Scout kind of looks over and, like, reassesses Al for a moment. <laughs> and then Scald looks at the thing that's in the tube and is like, yeah, it's dead now. Maybe we don't do that again in case we want to try to get answers out of something else. As you um, you look at, at it, Scald... Priest, they can answer. Uh, well, it's not opening. I don't know how to get it out of there. I so think you pulled all of anything that could get it out of there. As as you look at it, Skull, 
you watch as liquid begins to pour out of the ears, the eyes, the nostrils, and the mouth. And it just, the greenish liquid, the light now has, the green light has ended. And it's just kind of like you, the ambient light goes in and the fluid that is kind of clear um, begins to darken as what appears to be blood flows out of the head of, the, of this creature. Yeah, you killed it like good. Like it's bleeding from every orifice dead. Like it's pretty fun. Actually, you know what? And I walk over and I grab L and like, I like grab him by like the scruff of his fucking shirt and I walk him over and I'm like, you killed the shit out of it, actually. <laughs> I mean, you have to grab like L's belt. He's like inside the console. Yeah, I grab him by the belt and I lift him by the belt and I walk him over and I'm not even gonna roll for it. I fully lift him up and I like just hold him over the thing. And I'm like, it's very dead. Whatever you did is made has made it very dead. I can't. All I can see is the ceiling. No, I'm holding you by the back of the belt. Like I dragged you out and then I flipped you over and okay. I'm holding you over the thing by the belt. Well, now we know how to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Um Al, do we even know what, what I just feel like they are? are they? What if what I don't if fucking know? What if these were things who were being put into things similar to what Sark is? Then we have two more that can answer questions. Excellent. Why don't you figure out how to get them to answer questions? And I I very gently put him back on his feet and let him walk back over to the console. Have we looked in the two other doors yet? I don't love this. I'll look in another door. You're standing near one. I'll go to the far uh, one. Uh, SOA, do you want to check out what's in that room that we skipped? Sure. Uh, SOA and I walk over to check out the room we skipped. The the one out outside in the hallway? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Multiple things happen. Okay, so we have... Let's move everything. Oh, we just cause... officially split the party. <laughs> like, if you just walked us away from the TVK, that's going to be the funniest fucking it will be all hilarious. time. Because honestly, if you guys all just die in a haze of, of <laughs> like a mist of blood, me and SOA are out. You guys were not really able to make it out of the room before Al hit the button. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You gave Al instructions when he's in trying to figure shit out mode, and he's like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair, All right, fair. so Sark went there. You guys went where? So they're gonna they're gonna go back out into the hallway to the 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 doorway that they missed that you guys skipped to come to this room. I don't know if they'd even make it into the airlock though. Well, uh, at least before I'll hit the button. Wait, what if button did you hit? Because Skell was standing right next to L when he said hit the button, and L was a step away from it. Sorry, I missed that completely. Which button did you hit? green one on okay the perfect thank you so you hit the green button so the two the two that are in front of the console and then the three up on the third floor on the second floor you hear a hiss Psst. the door as scald and soa are going getting ready to go through shuts <laughs> yes that's perfect that's perfect <laughs> the capsules begin to open the liquid flow flows out and then you look and you note those of you who you guys have had looked at the floor there are quite a few grates like the entire the entirety of the the second floor is made up of steel grating 
and it this the, the fluid begins to just drain out and then it's starting to also drain out through the the capsules itself you watch wow. go ahead as, real quick as soon as that door seals shut in front of me i cast shadow blade in my in my right hand perfect and i spin around and look at whatever the fuck is going on i i had also cast heroism on patrice and myself before l right before l pulled oh, yeah. it yeah you had said that yeah um you watch as five creatures stand up and as you you look at them you see that they are human not humanoid human in all of the shades that come you know white black brown all of it right so however that you watch as they take their first few kind of timid breaths and they're ragged you they are they are nothing but male and female nothing but but loincloths that is covering them and they have tubing that is attached attached to their their neck and to their their right hands and as they stand stand up and after about the fifth breath you hear a little snap coming from each of them as the the tubes un disconnect from the neck and from the hand and you see them turn around and for everyone but scald you hear unless it does anyone else speak no yeah, that's right no one that's why he has scald languages um you hear gibberish it's very florid for those of you who speak elvish it sounds very similar to elvish um, but Scald, you are basically here in a cacophony of where am I? What is going on? Who is, who are you? And then very quickly, you are going to hear screams of pain from all six as they fall to the ground. They begin bulging skin no. shifting and twisting and then scald an SOA the one right in front of you a black tentacle erupts out of its back the ones the one next to Sid and, and Sark has tentacles pop out of its mouth as it rips open and then you keep looking around and you just see blood and gore spilling out of these creatures as they begin to morph and to change and everything. And I hate to do this, but I think that's where we're going to end for this. This oh, damn it. oh my it's fucking too late God. in the night to run a combat. <laughs> oh my God. It just turned into Resident fucking Evil. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, take a peek at these uh, tokens, guys. They are fucking terrifying. Yeah, hate, hate all that. Hate that entirely. No, thank you. <laughs> well, wait, we don't play again until next year. Yep. Oh my god. I, I have to. I'm up at five tomorrow. I don't want. I, it'll no, be. I no, I that. That's fair, like maybe yeah. we need to figure out another day that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god or this is like what uh it'll be the weekend after the first after that we new play year. again yeah yeah it's a well year. that's a hell of a way to start new the new year is with fighting whatever the fuck this well we can talk about that we'll talk about that offline and everything and we'll, yeah. we'll keep we'll keep yeah. you updated yeah. and everything 
talk about the ultimate cliffhanger not my initial plan yeah. i was actually wasn't sure we were either going to do this quickly or it was going to this is what was going to happen right yeah it, it wouldn't have been so quick if you guys hadn't skipped a room <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah we skipped yeah the room yeah l <laughs> yeah yeah you opened the next door the next door you got to now yeah, you opened the yeah, third uh, the I mean, third door down your fault. it's your fault until your fault. I was trying to open the next door right down too, but apparently I did not. That's fine. <laughs> it happens, man. It's 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 part of the danger of the combination of theater of the mind and maps, right? Like we try, I try to describe it, but we all we all get missed. It happens, right? That's all right. So, I'm not upset with where we are right now, right? Not even a little bit. This is awesome. So I'm gonna. I will say, as always, family. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure of cooperative storytelling. Um, I hope that you all have a exceptionally wonderful holiday season, whatever you celebrate. And if you don't, again, go eat Chinese food because that's like the perfect way to celebrate a non-holiday. As a matter of fact, go to uh, MacFam in Denver. Um, it's North Broadway, I believe. Uh, really great, fast, casual Chinese. I may be working there on Mondays. Cool. We don't know yet. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. But um, is before we go, do we have anything from from anyone else that would like to chime in? Thank you, Morgan. That was so fun. That was fucking great, man. Awesome. So good. This so is so good. Um, I cannot wait to get through the rest of this clearly combat and see where this campaign takes us next year. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much, everybody. Thanks for a thousand listens. Thanks for nearly two years of sticking with us. We we really appreciate it. As we just finished Thanksgiving, I'm very thankful for y'all. Um, and until next time. Drink well. Drink well. Drink well.